begin today the Gemara right at the beginning of Daf Nun Hayyamadalov. The Gemara here is going to continue with a Mishnah from Masachta Shkolem in relation to what we learned before in the Mishnah, the Machlaikis of Rab Meir and Rab Yehuda, when a person is Makadish, a woman with Hektish. So Rab Meir says that Bishaygig, the Kedushan does not take effect, Bishaygig like Kedush, and the reason is because Bishaygig, it's a toss. The person didn't realize he's using hektish, he doesn't want it to uh, be mischalal, he doesn't want it to be used for this condition. Once he realizes, could be his, the Isha also doesn't want. But when it comes to B'meizid, Kiddush. And the point here is, the Gemara explained before, according to Rabbi Yechenin and other Amiraim, that Rabbi Meir holds that when you're mechalal, or when you use that is, hektish B'meizid, it becomes mechulal, it loses its Kedusha, you take it out of hektish, and so therefore over here, if the Kedushan could take effect now with this money. That's Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda said the opposite. Kiddush, when you use something from Hekdish, that's when the, me'il, the din of Me'ila is, and that's when it goes out of Hekdish, and that's when the Kedushan could take effect. But B'meizid, it doesn't leave the status of Hekdish and Lake Kiddush. The Kedushan does not take effect. That was the, the, the two opinions. It was explained before in the Gemara here. Now, in connection to this, the Gemara is going to discuss the Pshat and Mishnah in Shkalim. A behemoth that was found lost in the area of Yerushalayim from outside the city of Yerushalayim to the area of Migdal Eder, which is a certain proximity close to Yerushalayim. In that same amount of closeness to Yerushalayim, a behemoth that's found in any of the sides of Yerushalayim. So now a behemoth that's found in this area we consider it to probably be a carbon because Raiv Behemis in this area of Yerushalayim wore carbonus. So, but now the question is, which carbon is it? So, we have to look what exactly, what kind of behemoth was found and for what kind of a carbon would it be fit for? Zacharim Eilis. If the behemoth that you found was Charim, so then that's a carbon Eilah because, because a Zachar is fit for a carbon Eilah. Nekevais, if what you found was Nekevais, then Zivchishlamim. Then it means that this is a carbon of a shlomim because a carbon oila cannot be brought as a as a, from an akeva that is. Okay, now that's the mishnah. Now first, the gemara clarifies one point here regarding the zecharim. Ela zecharim oila Is this true that an animal which is a zachar, so it can only be brought as a oila, but it cannot be brought as a shlomim at all? A carbon shlamim could be brought, either one, carbon shlamim could be brought in a keva or a zachar. So if you find this animal as a zachar, shouldn't, uh, isn't there a suffolk over here? How could you say that you can bring this animal itself as a carbon oil? There's a suffolk, if it's an oil or a shlamim. And since the Gemara, Amr Rabbi explains that what we're speaking about over here is, we're not going to be makriv, this behemoth itself, as the carbon oil. Because we don't know it's an oilah. But rather, what does this person want to do when he found this animal? What this is speaking about is that you're going to be mechalal, this animal, on monies. And then from that money, go and buy the carbon that this animal would have been. Or possibly it was. So, so we're not bringing this animal itself though. That's the point. And therefore, this is what the Mishnah meant to say. When it says that by the Zachar, you have to bring a carbon oila for this animal. So what it means to say is that if it's a Zachar, then we have to be chayshish also for the fact that it's oila.
if it's a carbon, uh, if it's a nekeva that is, so then we can be sure that this is a shlamim. And the Gemara will soon discuss other kinds of carbonis, that is, what, what do we do with sveikis, uh, that there may be with other kinds of carbonis, but right now, if it's a nekeva, we know clear that it's shlamim. So if a person wants to be paida, this animal, and take over the Kedusha onto money, and then bring the money from that money by another behemoth for a carbon, then he could do so, when he knows that it's a shlamim. When it comes to a zakhar, the zakhar might be a ayla, might be a shlamim. And the Lashon of the Mishnah meant to say that over here you're going to have to be chayshish also for the fact that it's an ayla. Okay, that's the title of the Mishnah. But now he explains, Rab And this Mishnah is following the opinion of Rab Meir. The Omar hektish b'meizid mischalo. Which Rab Meir said before regarding Kiddushin, that when you make the Shisha with money from Hektish, so that does take it out of the status of Hektish. It becomes Cholin, and therefore the Kiddushin takes effect. This was only Rab Meir's opinion, right? Rab Yehuda argues, Rab Yehuda says that only Bishaygig it's Mishal, not Bemezid. So according to Rab Meir, that you can be Mishal Bemezid, so over here as well, he can take this animal and he can be mechalalit on the money instead of it, that the, the money should become, the Kedusha should go onto the money. And now what he's going to do is, he's going to make a condition regarding the Zachar, he's going to have to bring the carbon either for Ayla or for Shlomim, because it could be either one. And what he does is, either he brings the Ayla, and this is the Ayla that it now became Kaddish from this animal, or he has a Shlomim as well. And then the Shlomim that he would bring would just be a Shlomim as an Adove, or the opposite, maybe the shlomim that he's bringing is for this animal here, and then the oila that he would be bringing would just be an adava. But this is all based, says the Gemara, on a mayor's opinion that says that you can intentionally go and be mechalal, the kedusha of this behemoth, onto the money. According to Rabbi Yehuda, this wouldn't work. The Gemara asks on this, even according to Rabbi Meir, that says that Bemeze, you could be Mechalal, if the person intentionally could take, go and use the money for Hektish and put it on something and then be Mechalat, and therefore the Kedush of this Bahamian could go on the money. But over here, this is different than the case that we spoke about in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, we were speaking about Hektish, which is Bedeka Bayis. That's uh, Hektish that's used, the value of it is used for the Hektish and for Bedeka Bayis, but it doesn't, there's no Kedush on the actual body of the item or the money itself. But over here we're talking about a carbon. Carbon is a different story. So the Gemara asks, Kedusha Saguf, Mim is Chalal. Can you take a behemoth which is designated for a carbon and it has a Kedusha on the Guf itself for the Mizbeach? It is brought on the Mizbeach itself, not the value of it is used for something. Is it possible to be Mechalal, to remove its sanctity and then put it onto money and then you'll bring with this condition, whether Ayla or Ashlamim, even according to Rab Meir, could this be done if there's no Mum in this animal? But none, but we learned in the Mishnah regarding the Allah of Me'ila, a moil achamoil bimogdoshin, that Me'ila, there's no Me'ila once someone was moil before in this. It was, if it was used already once, so then what happens is it leaves the status of Hektish by that first Me'ila. And then afterwards, if you want to use it again, it, you can't take it out of that status from, uh, from Hektish. It, was, it already was removed. Ela bebeheime o beklishades pulvad. The only time where there is a me'ila again and again, that would be a behemoth for a carbon. So because it's roi for a carbon, even if someone used it once, it does not go out from the status of Hektish. And also Klishadis. Klishadis has the Kedushas HaGuf on it. It's used for the Karbanis. And over there, 
the Me'ila, the first time, does not take it out of the status of Hektish. And the Gemara here explains, Ketzad, the example of a Behemah, and Klishadis is, A person that's riding on an animal, so someone else came and was riding on this animal as well. And a third person came and rode on this animal. All of them will be mild because by using it for your own personal use, the me'ile does not take it out of the status of hektish. And similar, a person drank from the golden cup from the Klishadis of the Vesamikdash. Bachavere Vishasa, second one a person came and drank from it. Bachavere Vishasa, third person came and drank from it. Kula Malu. They're all going to be mile in this cup that they used from Hektish because it's something that is a Klishas Agof and it doesn't leave Hektish. So the Gemara's question is so even according to Rab Meir that says that Bemezit, you can intentionally go and take away the Kedusha by using it for Chulan, you can take away the Kedusha from it, but that's not if it's Kedushas Agof. Answers the Gemara. No, actually, this mission that we just said, that you can't take it out from the Kedusha of Hektish. Once it has Kedusha Saguf, that's only according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. That Mishnah there is talking about Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, as Rashi says, that we see over there that it's talking about a person that was Mayal Bishaygig. That's what the halacha of A Mayal Achamayal applies to. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Mi'ila takes effect Bishaygig. And regarding that, he's saying that when it comes to an animal, which is Kedusha Sagov, you can't take off the Kedusha from it, and therefore there will be Me'ila even afterwards. And over here though, this Mishnah that we began with, that's going according to the opinion of Rab Meir. Rab Meir holds that even something which has Kedusha Sagov, you can intentionally go and take off the Kedusha of it if you use it for yourself, and then the money becomes Hektish, and you'll bring a carbon on that. So Rabbi Meir's opinion, he actually argues on Rabbi Yudah in, in two points. First of all, regarding being mechalal, when it's done b'meizid. And second of all, that this could be done even with a carbon, which is Kedusha Sagov. And that's the pshat in the Mishnah of Mila. But the Gemara asks him this, why would we say that Rabbi Yudah argues on the second point? Shouldn't we understand from Rabbi Yehuda's opinion what Rabbi Meir himself holds? Didn't Rabbi Yehuda say hektish b'shoigig mischalo that a person that uses hektish b'shoigig the meila that itself takes away the kedusha of it and now there's a din of meila but it's it's a hektish b'shoigig but it's not only the hektish of kedushas domim if you have something that belongs to hektish for bedek abayas but a kedushas hagov loy mischalo but an animal a carbon on mizbeach that you cannot take away its Kedusha, even if the person was moil in it and used it b'shegig. That's what Rabbi Yehuda said. So seemingly, as far as this point is concerned, there's no reason to say that Rabbi Meir argues with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Meir should hold the same. Yet there is one detail that Rabbi Meir argued that you can take away the Kedusha of the Hektish, not only by using it b'shegig, but when you used it intentionally, it also takes away the Kedusha of Hektish. But Kedusha Sagov, loy Mishala. But if it's an animal which is for a carbon, so then the Kedusha should not be removed even by using it Mezid. There's no reason to say that, that Rabbi Yehuda argues on this point. He's only arguing regarding Mezid versus Shaygik. But not whether you can remove the Kedusha from a behemoth which has, a, which is a carbon, which is Kedusha Sagov. So the Gemara answers, actually that it's logical to say that Rab Meir would argue even regarding this point, regarding Kedusha Sagov. And the reason is, 
When a person is using something from hektish, b'shegeg, so he's obviously not having any intention to take it out to cholen. He doesn't even realize it's hektish. Over there, though, there's the din of Mila, there's Exodus HaKosov that says that if you used it, even unintentionally, it loses its kedusha, it goes out to cholen, and you have to pay back, and there all the halachas of Mila apply. But because this is all a chiddush and exodus akasov, the person didn't have the intention to do this, so therefore there's a limitation to this. That chiddush and exodus akasov is only regarding something that has kedushas damim, just the value of it used for the beis hamikdash for bedek abayis, but not kedushas agov. By kedushas agov, it's not going to take it out the cholin. But uh, so, but over here though, hacha. According to Rabbi Meir, that argues and says that a person, by intentionally using it for chulin, so his intention takes it out into chulin. So this is not exactly a custom. This is it says this in the pasuk. I mean, Rabbi Meir learns this out from a pasuk, but here it makes sense. It's more logical. That it's a stronger kayach that takes it out to chulin. He's stealing it. He's using it intentionally from hektish, and therefore goes out into chulin. So kamechavin So he's having kavana to take it out to chulin. So therefore, over here. Rabbi Meir, I, I will argue on a second point that not only b'meizid, you can take it out to chulin, but also that it, it, it works even for a behemoth which has the kedusha, the mizbeach, a kedusha saguf, and therefore that's the pshat, the Mishnah of Shkolim, that he can take this behemoth and remove its kedusha and put it onto money, and that money you'll bring as a, a carbon instead of it. Well, the Gemara still asks another question here on this. How do we know that according to Rabbi Meir this would work? When did we hear that Rabbi Meir said this? Only regarding Kachi Kachim. And the term Kachi Kachim over here actually means, as uh, she explains, both regarding things that are that belong to Hektish, the Bedeka Bayis, for the Besamiktosh, not for the Mizbeach. And the Gemara is calling that Kachi Kachim because there's no personal use in this, nothing. It's completely for the Besamiktosh. Similar to actual kachim kachim that are totally ligavaya, totally for the mizbeach, and the owner doesn't get to eat it. It's, it's not anything for the person. It's a high level of kedusha. That's the expression of kachim kachim here. So maybe there, Rav Meir holds that if a person is going and stealing kachim kachim, he's taking and disgracing kedusha of such a high level and intentionally using it for himself. Over there, what would happen is he takes it out of it becomes chulin and uh, intentionally so on. But the kachim kalim mishamatli. But regarding kachim kalim, if it's an animal over here that that was found, and it's possible that it's a carbon shlomim, which is only kachim kalim, how do you know that according to Rav Meir, if the person intentionally wants to remove its kedusha, that it would work? Maybe over here in this case, Rav Meir would hold that that you can't remove the kedusha from it. So the Gemara says, actually, the svar is the opposite. It's a kavachaymer, and that is the Gemara says, second. So one of the Rabbanon of Yaakov, he said, no, it's a Kavachaymer. If if you have something which is Kachi Kachim. And nevertheless, such a strong Kedusha, the person has a Kayach to take it out of Hektish through his intentional action to steal and to use it for himself. So over here, this animal that may be Kachim Kalim, a Karbin Shlomim, it's on a lower level of Kedusha, definitely he has the power to remove the status of Hektish that it has. The Gemara brings a source from this from another place. Itmanami, Omer Abchome, Bar Akive, Omer Abyesi, Bar Hanine, Oime Hoye Rab Meir. Rab Meir used to say, Hektish, Bemezid, Mishalal, Hektish, which is used intentionally. So Bemezid, it loses its Kedusha of Hektish, Bishaygig, Eim Mishalal. 
But if you use something from Hektish Bishaygig, it does not lose its status of Hektish, since it was unintentional, as we had before, regarding Kedushin, regarding a sale, the whole thing is a toss, he didn't want it to go out from Hektish, it does not leave the status of Hektish. And then over here, he said, Rameh would say clearly, this is true by Echot Kotchik Kotchim, by Echot Kotchim Kalim. It's true by Kotchik Kotchim, and by Kotchim Kalim as well. Kavachaymer, and this is a Kavachaymer, Kotchik Kotchim is Kalim, if a person's intentional action could take it out of the, its Kedusha, when it's Kotchik Kotchim, Kotchim Kalim, like Koshikin. Most definitely when it comes to Kotchim Kalim, that you could take it out of its status of Kedusha. So that's, again, this is the Pshad here, the Mishnah of, of uh, Shkolem, where it says this halacha, that the person can then remo- could remove its Kedusha and put it onto money. He uses his behemoth that he found for himself, and then he takes responsibility for it by putting the Kedusha on another animal, and he brings it for whatever carbon it's supposed to be. This was the explanation that Rabbi Aishi said in that Mishnah. Now, this the Gemara says, Toy about Rabbi Yechinen. Rabbi Yechinen wondered on this that Rabbi, Rabbi Aishi said. Because there's still a problem here. Do we ever tell a person that he should go ahead and do an Aveda, even if he's trying to do something over here, positive, to bring the carbon instead of this behemoth? So Rashi explains what the problem over here is. There's a Pasik that says that to any carbon, it cannot be redeemed from Hektish unless it has a mum. And the behemoth may Harashi brings over there that uh, you could only take it out of Hektish Vahazamun. And over here, this person is coming and de- taking away its Kedusha and using it for himself, it. And according to the mayor, once he does that, it, it works, it takes away the Kedusha of it. And now instead, he's going to bring with the money uh, the carbon that this should have been. But this is an Aveda to do so, though. To go and, and use it for yourself uh, if it doesn't have a mum. You can't be paid a carbon from Hektish. So how could we say that this is the Pshadeh and the Mishnah that we're telling a person to do such a thing? To go ahead and do this? And to Aveda? Salam Rabbi Yechinen. Rabbi Yechinen answers. You have to add this detail there. That Mamtun law, you have to wait when it says it regarding the Zacharim, that it's oilis, and it's and the point here is that it's the money. It's not... You can't say that it's that this behemoth itself that you're going to bring is an ayla because we don't know for sure it's an ayla. It could be an ayla, it could be a shlamim. So that this has to mean that he's taking away its kedusha and then regarding other money, he's going to bring both as an ayla and as a shlamim, as mentioned before, with a condition. So how could this be done? It's mamtun law. He has to wait until this behemoth gets a mum, and then a umasna, and then he once it has a mum, you could redeem it with money, and now this money. You can make a condition that you bring it either as an ayla or, or as a shlamim. And uh, whichever one, if, if it's supposed to be an ayla, it's an ayla. If not, uh, it's, it's going to be a shlamim and the ayla will be an adav or the reverse or the shlamim will be an adav. It's a condition mentioned before. Now the Gemara, since it mentioned this uh, Mishnah here, Mishkalim, it goes into some more details to understand the, this behemoth that was found. And the, the Mishnah just says, if it's a zakhar, then we say that it could be an ayla or a shlamim. If it's an akeva, then we know it's a shlamim. Why are there no other sveikas from any other karbanis that this may have been? Oh, mama. So the Mishnah said, Zacharim oilis. That if it's a zachar, then it could be an oila. And in addition to being a shlamim, it could also be an oila. That's it. Asks the Gemara, but maybe this is a carbon taida that's brought from a zachar as well. Answers the Gemara, the ma'isi taida. He also has to bring a carbon taida with a condition that either this is the taida that instead of this behemoth, or otherwise it's a taida as an adava. It could be brought also as an adava. So the Tana didn't mention it, but this is going to have to be brought as well. 
for the carbon taida, you have to bring bread as well. There's the 40 breads that are brought together with the carbon taida. Says the Gemara de Maisinami Lecha. True, he has to bring the bread as well, even though the Tana didn't mention it. He has to bring the bread and make the same condition that it could be the bread for this carbon or it could be an adava. Perhaps this is a carbon asham. And regarding a carbon asham, you can't say that he brings the asham as well with this condition that maybe it's an adava or maybe it's this obligation for this carbon. Because by a asham, you can't bring a asham as a donation, as an adava. A carbon asham, the animal has to be the age of two years. And here, the animal that was found is only a year old, so it cannot be a carbon asham. But maybe it's an asham for a mitzayre, or asham nazir, or maybe it's asham for a nazir, and they are brought even when it's at this age, even by a year old. Says the Gemara, that one we don't have a doubt about because these are animals, these are carbonists, that is, that are not very common, and therefore when we find an animal in the area of Yerushalayim, we're not going to be concerned that maybe that's what a kind of a carbon it is. Maybe it's a carbon Pesach that could also be brought from a Zohar. So how do you know it's not a carbon Pesach? Says the Gemara, Pesach If this is the time when it's still fit to be brought as a carbon Pesach, before at a Pesach, and that's when it was found. So then we're not concerned that this might be a Pesach because a carbon Pesach the owner is very careful with and it doesn't get lost. If it was found after Pesach already, so now what, what's the status of a carbon Pesach, a carbon that was designated for a Pesach and it wasn't brought in its time? Shlomimu. Allah is, it becomes a Shlomim. So he's bringing it as a Shlomim. So if it's being brought as a Shlomim, it's not a problem. But maybe this animal you found there is a Bechayr, which is brought also as a carbon, or a Meiser, which is also brought as a carbon. Says the Gemara, What's the relevance? Let's say it would be a Bechayr or a Meiser. What's the relevance of this? What, what would we have to do anything any different with this? And I hear regarding a Bechayr and a Meiser, it has a unique halacha. Once it gets a mum, so then the owner can eat it with the mum and it doesn't have to, you don't have to redeem it at all. You can, you can just eat it with a mum, with a mum as it is. There's certain halachas, you're not supposed to uh, sell it and deal, uh, treat it the way you do with usual meat, but you can, the owner can go and eat it. The point of here is that if it's a bechayr and a maiser, so over here, if it has a mum, so now the owner can go ahead and eat it. So what do we do with this animal over here? As Rabbi Yechen said, you wait until it gets a mum, and then once it gets a mum, so then the owner keeps this behemah, and then... The, he, he puts the Kedusha on other money, he redeems and other money, and all with other money he brings the carbon. But uh, once it gets a mum, even if it was Bukhair and Maiser, the owner is allowed to eat it, and that's exactly what he's doing over here. So therefore, it's not, and the Tana doesn't have to mention this, because that's, it, it fits with what he's doing. Now going to the next case that the Mishnah said, if you found the animal which is in a keva, Oma oh, Ma, the Mishnah said, in a keva, if you found the keva, then then it's a carbon shlamin. And the Gemara goes through different options of why we're not concerned of other kinds of carbonus. Perhaps it's a carbon taida. Answers the Gemara, the Maisi taida. Yeah, Hitaka brings it as a taida. He has to bring as a taida as well with the condition mentioned before. You need the breads for the taida as well. Says the Gemara, the Maisi Nami. He brings as well the breads. You bring the breads. Maybe it's a carbon chatos. So a carbon chatos could be brought, of course, from an akeva as well. So maybe this is a carbon chatos. 
And says the Gemara, Chatos Basnosa. A Chatos, the Pasuk says it has to be brought from a vendor by Basnosa, as Rashi he brings. And here, the case has to be that Vishtakach Bas He found an animal that is already older, that's two years old. So therefore, it's not fit to be a carbon Chatos. Maybe this is talking about a carbon chatos that what well, he was makdish before to be to be a chatos when it was younger, in its age that it could be brought, and now it, the owner didn't bring it yet, and the, the time passed, and it, but it still could be a carbon chatos even if you see that it's of an older age. And says the Gemara loishchiach. That's not something that's common that owner waits for such a period of time, and therefore we're not concerned of that. What would be the halacha if you did find a card? Now, this is not a question here on the Mishnah, but this is the Gemara is asking a shayla, what would be the halacha? What's if you did find an animal that is in a keva and it's only one year old? So now the suffolk here is not only that it may be a shlomim, or as the Gemara said, a taida as well, but now there could be a suffolk that it's a karmachatos. So what are you going to do now with this animal? As we'll see, the Gemara asks this specifically regarding a karmachatos, because by a karmachatos, there's really nothing you can do with it. Uh, once, once it's found as a karmachatos, okay, let's see here, the Gemara answers. So, Tanya, Hananya, Benchachinoye, Hananya, said, What do you do with this animal that is Asia, it could be a chatos? Eiz, Bashnosa, Lachatos. This is actually a Lashon of a Posik. And uh, he's just using it as a cement for the halacha that he's saying. And right now the Gemara understands that the halacha that he's saying is that if it's found at that age, that it could be a chata, so then you'll have to bring it as a chata as well. Or you'll have to bring for it a chata as well. But the Gemara right away asks on this, that for a chata, that's not possible. Do you bring a chata for this? But you can't be makrav a chata. And the reason is because by a chata, the halacha is that that once it gets lost and you don't know what it is and there's a suffix about it, so this is a chatos that's not roy to be makriv, and all all that you can do with it is you have to let it die. As Rashi brings, there's there's a halacha about the carbon chatos. There's five cases if the owner dies, different cases where the chatos you can't bring it as a carbon and you can't do anything with it. You just leave it to die. So over here as well, how could how could the chananya ben chachinoi say that it can be brought as a chatos as well? So the Gemara answers, Abaye says that what he meant to say is kechatos, that if it's the age that it could be a chatos, then you have to treat it like a carbon chatos. You have to bring it into a small room that's designated for this, and there you let it be there without any food. And you're going to have to leave it to die. This is the conclusion of the Pshat in this Mishnah.